Well, Brett, I really thank you for being uh, with us today. And I really want to uh, uh, let everyone know what a treat this is. Um, you know, Brett and I have had a chance to talk, and one of the things that has struck me is that we have such similar backgrounds with what we do and, and, and the fact that being uh, aware of what your taxes are going into something is, is almost as important as how you get out of it. But, but Brett has spent his life, his professional career, doing deals, doing transactions, but also figuring out the best way to avoid the tax complications that come with those transactions. I mean, I think we're all fairly familiar with the 1031 exchange, but what are the other uh, strategies that you're, that you're talking about that can help us get from, uh, from the inflexibility that, that a 1031 can provide to some of the other flexible strategies that you're, you've been talking about? Great question. I have a whole presentation if you're ready. I'll just share my screen and we'll dive right in. And then as we go along, Shannon, you dive in with questions or anyone else can put questions in the comments and we'll just make this thing a workshop. As we go along here, I'm gonna move pretty fast. We realize that Shannon is recording this, okay? So we're gonna be able to um, to send it back to you to watch over again, right? So don't feel like you have to take massive notes, but do put questions in the comments. Um, but we're gonna walk through this presentation, how to defer taxes and, and capital gains on real estate syndications or businesses or anything else that you're selling with the Deferred Sales Trust using the three secrets to an optimal timing transformational wealth plan. Um, and then we're going to center it around an actual deal story, right? An actual deal story that's my client who actually sold. And it is maybe in a lot of the same shoes that you're in, okay? So how I helped Dave to finally achieve relief in retirement when he sold a $7.6 million multifamily building and saved $1.1 million in capital gains tax without having to do a 1031 exchange. So hi, I'm Brett Swartz. I'm the founder of Capital Gains Tax Solutions. As a legal disclaimer, I'm not a CPA nor a tax attorney, although I have studied under some of the best in the business. Uh, but we strongly encourage each of you to seek independent uh, legal and tax professional advice. Uh, with that being said, um, there's a big storm that's facing a lot of baby boomers and it's known as the perfect storm as we like to call it and in fact it's according to the american bankers association there's about 17 trillion dollars of assets that will pass from one generation to the next in the next 20 years and this is known as the largest wealth transfer in the history of the planet okay in fact there's about 77 million baby boomers starting to retire in the u.s alone and every day about 10,000 of them are turning 65 and what are they challenged with during this storm huge amount of wealth and why why is there a huge amount of wealth well first of all interest rates have been hovering near 40-year lows for the past number of years they've even gotten even lower with COVID 19 and real estate has appreciated a great deal over the years as well as businesses and high-end primary homes and uh, of course investment real estate and then you couple that with 1031 timelines that are restrictive it makes finding a quality deal challenging and of course low inventory to choose from and cap rates being so low and oftentimes you feel it's stuck between like a rock and a hard place like Shannon was talking about doing a bad deal or paying the tax, right? And so what are property owners feeling right now? Well, they're feeling trapped and they're feeling trapped because they're reluctant to sell because of the capital gains tax of the th about 33 to 50% of their gain. That includes the depreciation recapture. Of course, depends on what state you live in as well right but every single day high net worth individuals uh who sell primary homes commercial real estate or businesses are paying hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars in capital gains tax when they don't have to okay and this is really the key so dave was in your position just about one year ago when he saw this presentation and he thought that deferred sales trust was the delaware statutory trust what's well, this not okay and you probably heard of the delaware before he thought, you know, uh, he wasn't sure if it's going to fit for him. You know, he was skeptical about the strategy. He had never heard of it from a CPA. 
But he took the time to sit down with me and our team at Capital Gains Tax Solutions and bring his CPA in and, and really do his due diligence on us and the structure and the strategy. And for the first time, he chose to use the Deferred Sales Trust. And this is his quote here. He says, Brett, I wanted to be able to, to time the real estate market. I wanted to be able to buy commercial real estate when it was more of a buyer's lower price market instead of overpaying in a highly appreciated and highly priced market. And Dave's in Northern California and he has bought and sold hundreds of properties over his 30 years of investment um, career in real estate. He's done numerous 1031 exchanges and his biggest thing is he didn't want to start over with a new 1031 property, right? He, he, his 1031 deal actually was failing, okay? He needed, he needed something to save it and we saved his failed 1031. He wanted to retire from the toilets, the trash, the management, the liability. He wanted to be able to trade that for time, travel, liquidity, diversification, and really just retirement, enjoy his wealth, more of a preservation mode than a huge wealth creation mode. However, he also always loves a good deal, right? And he's not gonna pass up a good deal, but he wanted to be empowered with something that gave him the opportunity to buy it at what's called optimal timing. So what does he plan to do? Well, he plans to keep the funds invested in a conservative allocation of portfolio of stocks, bonds, mutual funds, which he's not a big fan of because he made all of his money in real estate, but he knows there's a time and a place to own both sell his real estate at some of the all-time highest values and sit in a conservative allocation until the market shifts. And he might buy a deal tomorrow, day 181 or five years from now. But the point is he wants to be able to buy at a discount. In fact, that leads into the most prolific deal story. It happened in 2006 for a deferred sales trust client who uh, was selling a large property, $20 million deal in Minnesota. And we called this the Monday morning quarterback. And for him, he was, he was faced with uh, sell and overpay or sell and be on the sidelines with the deferred sales trust. So he did the deferred sales trust for the first time. Five years later, that same property he sold, guess what? It was foreclosed on by the bank. Who did the bank call? The bank called the, 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 the client and said, hey, do you wanna buy it back? He said, sure, what's the price? He said 60 cents on the dollar. So he sold high and he bought low the same property through his deferred sales trust, not using a 1031 at 60 cents on the dollar. You're gonna say, Brett, how do you do that? Well, I'm glad you asked. We're gonna walk through that all right now in this presentation. So who is this for? Well, this presentation is for anyone who owns highly appreciated businesses, investment real estate, primary homes, or other assets subject to capital gains tax, worth of at least a million dollars net of all debt, and the asset has more than $500,000 of gain. So this includes artwork, this includes collectibles, this includes, you know, we've done veterinarians, optometrists, dentists, we've done car dealerships, we've done self-storage facilities, multifamily. Anything you could think of, LLCs, S-Corps, C-Corps, doesn't matter how you own it, we can do it. We've done highly appreciated stock, okay? Public stock, private stock, um, carried interest. We can do it for captive insurance. Anything that's subject to capital gains tax, worth about a million or more, net of all, all closing costs and debt. And the asset has about $500,000 gain or more, okay? And so what is a deferred sales trust and, and why do you need one? for your wealth plan, okay? Well, I want you to think of a deferred sales trust as an installment sales, also known as a seller carry back, okay? So if you carry paper on a property, meaning you become the bank, you're in a deferral state for whatever you just carried paper on, okay? That is, that is the foundation of the structure. It's also known as IRC 453, um, but we do what's called a manufactured or a specialized installment sale, okay? Now, I want you to think about Blockbuster and Netflix throughout this presentation. And Blockbuster is kind of the old way of doing things. And Netflix is the new way, right? And do you remember going to Blockbuster? And you, you wanted to rent that movie on a Friday night? 
and you're excited, and uh, you could see the movie behind the cardboard, right? You were just a couple aisles away, and it was that there looked to be maybe maybe one 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 you know video behind that piece of cardboard, and you wanted to go get that cardboard, and you wanted to grab that movie, and you wanted to rent it, okay? And so you're on your way, you're excited, you got your popcorn ready, you got the family ready to watch that movie, and then what happened? Well, somebody right you know about three or four steps before you're, you're there, he steps right out of the aisle, he turns right. And he looks at you, and you look at him, and you guys know what's already going to happen. He's going to go over there, and he's going to take that movie that you had your eyes on. And so what does he do? He takes the movie, he smiles, you smile, and unfortunately, you missed out on that movie. Well, that's kind of like the old way. And the old way, too, is also um, like when you had to return the video within three days. And you had to rewind it. And if you didn't, you had the fees, right? And you had to drive to the parking lot. You had to park. You, you had to get out. You had to walk around. You know, you had to do all this stuff. Um, and if you didn't rewind it, you got the fee. And, and all on and on and on and on. So now you have the Netflix. It's very seamless, right? And it's very, very um, user-friendly. So think of Blockbuster like the old 1031 exchanges, right? You have the restrictions. You have the timing. You have, the, you have the tax if you don't do certain things. You can only go into one single product type, right, like kind. You have to take on debt, equal or greater value, and it typically means equal or greater debt, right? You have to overpay for properties when you don't want to buy those properties versus the deferred sales trust. You don't have to go into any more debt. You don't have to buy any more property if you don't want to. You can be active or passive, okay? Uh, you don't have to do equal or greater value. Um, you can buy whenever you want. Um, you can get a brand new depreciation schedule versus the old one with a no, no depreciation schedule. It works for syndications, okay? It works for businesses, artwork, collectibles, not just investment real estate. So I want you to be thinking about Blockbuster versus Netflix, the old way of doing things versus the new way. By the way, a little, little, little uh, fun fact here. Blockbuster actually, uh, I'm sorry, Netflix actually approached Blockbuster to buy them for $50 million. This is early in Netflix's uh, uh, rise in, 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 in uh, the company. And Blockbuster said, no, that's okay, guys. We'll do this on our own. We'll, we got this thing. we'll figure this thing out. And long story short, you know what happened. Blockbuster is gone. Netflix is one of the top media companies in the world now. And so there's an old way of doing things, and there's a new way, right? There's a time to sell. There's a time to buy. There's a time to use a 1031. And there's a time not to use a 1031. There's a time to make a change, and we think we're going to give you that uh, tool today to consider that change. So let's dive in a little more into the 1031 exchange. So a 1031 exchange is just something where you can sell a piece of investment property and trade it into a like kind of investment property, but you have some challenges. The first one is the timing deadlines, 45 days to identify, 180 days to close. So are you tired of feeling pressured, rushed, and forced to make 45-day decisions, 180-day decisions, right, with the 1031 exchange, and overpay for a property that you otherwise wouldn't purchase if it wasn't for this tax liability, right? Uh, do you prefer not to overpay, right? Would you rather buy when it makes sense, right? And you know when it makes sense, when the market shifts. It's been a seller's market for the past three to four or five years before the corona hit, and all of a sudden everything's shifting now, and I think it's still an opportunity to sell and capture values. But we think it might, it might shift here in the next six or 12 months. Who knows? But that's, we want to sell now. We think it's a great time to sell and get on the sidelines. At the essence of this is our parents taught us to sell high and buy low, right? And they didn't teach us to sell high and buy higher 180 days later. No, nobody, nobody wants to do that, right? Um, and as real estate professionals, as owners, I own commercial real estate myself. I brokered, brokered deals. We know when it's a seller's market. Real estate, commercial real estate is kind of like the Titanic, right? It takes a little bit of ways to, to turn this thing. But when it turns, it turns. It takes a while to turn it back. Stock market, it's more of like this. You know, it's kind of quick ups and downs. 
but we know kind of a storm is coming and we think there's going to be an opportunity. So that being said, the second reason you might consider this tool is the depreciation schedule travel. So depreciation is one of the number one reasons to own investment real estate because it offsets the income that's coming in, right, in cash flow. So you don't have to pay as much in tax. Well, eventually, if you own real estate for long enough, commercial 39 years, multifamily 27 and a half years, your depreciation schedule is going to go to zero. And when that happens, oh, watch out, right? You're going to be paying a lot of tax. So the intent is to get a new depreciation schedule. The challenge is you can't with the 1031 because it always travels. You only get more depreciation on the bigger property you buy, which again, often means bigger debt, which often means in the same marketplace, not good. Why not use the deferred sales trust? It's the solution. It gives you a brand new depreciation schedule. You don't have to go into any more debt if you don't want to, and you can buy whenever you want to, right? Amazing. Um, also, the syndication challenges. So for syndicators, if you're a syndicator or if you're syndicating or trying to buy a deal with Shannon, right, you guys are challenged with either A, not being able to 1031 into deals, or B, not being able to 1031 out. And so we're losing a delta of 30 to 50% on every single deal. So for example, we just closed a deal in Cupertino. And this is for a high-end primary home, $3.1 million sale. And as you may know, if you live in a house two of the last five years, you have 250 uh, cash tax-free if you're single on the gain or 500 if you're married. Well, this individual, her name was Maxine. She lived next to Apple headquarters. And this, you know, headquarters is a $5 billion campus. So you imagine how much the housing values had gone up in that area. Well, for over 20 years, she had been there. Her housing value went way up. And the delta was greater than that 250 for her tax-free. In fact, she owed about $400,000 in capital gains tax. Does not qualify for a 1031 because it's a primary home. So she feels trapped in this house. So what does she do? Well, she meets with her financial advisor. She hears about the Deferred Sales Trust. She vets us. She's a Google engineer, really smart, really smart, smart, smart lady. And she decides to use the Deferred Sales Trust. And why? Because we saved and deferred $400,000 of tax, took her illiquid asset, moved it into liquid assets of which she can now invest into multifamily syndications of up to 80% of those funds. So this becomes sort of like a 1031 for a primary home into a syndication deal or even a business sale. Okay. Or of course, even commercial real estate or anything else. You can sort of ten, use it like a 1031 to get into other places. There's some rules with the follow and it's not quite a 1031, right? But just think about tax deferral, selling one asset to another and, and then uh, creating and preserving more wealth with a new depreciation schedule. Okay. So that's very, very important. And we say, uh, don't be this guy. Don't, don't buy high and sell higher, you know, sell high, buy, buy low and be, uh, be smart about that. Okay. So that's the old way versus the new way. Be thinking about that. So as a quick background, I touched on a little bit before the presentation, but, um, I'm Brett Swartz. I, I originally started out at my career at a company called Marcus and Millichap, having people buy and sell investment real estate in Northern California. Marcus and Millichap is the largest in national commercial real estate brokerage firm in the nation, specializing in real estate investment sales. I've sold about $88 million in multifamily brokerage, uh, retail office land, um, senior housing, and then also invest it personally with friends and family and clients and around $100 million with a senior housing, mixed use, multifamily and retail. And I've closed uh, countless 1031 exchanges, Delaware statutory trust, deferred sales trust. And I have my series 22 and 63 licenses. I've been featured on some top media you may recognize some of these folks, and I've been on Shannon's show as well. And then also, this is a cool one, Sharkpreneur. You might recognize Kevin Harrington. He's on Shark Tank with Mark Cuban, and I'm working on a deal with Seth Green right now. It's on their, their podcast as well. So that being said, it wasn't always easy for me, though. I, I actually, when I started out my career, this was not me. I was not leading already DiCaprio with the fist, you know, celebrating with the big business. I was more like one of the guys in the background, like kind of scratching my head, like, how are these guys making all these money and doing all these deals? 
And in commercial real estate, starting out, you either sink or swim. You either make a deal or you don't. And I don't know if you've ever been um, in a position where, where income was low, right? But that's how it was for me starting out in my career. I was newly married and I was just trying to make it in the business. I knew I, I knew I had a dream of making it into real estate. I had come from a real estate background. My dad was a, was a contractor, businessman, real estate owner, and I wanted to be able to make it in the business, but it was tough. You know, in fact, growing up, my parents were divorced and my, my mom, um, didn't have, my dad had all the money and my mom didn't have any of the money and my dad really didn't give her any of the money. So we, we grew up with my mom mainly and it was tough, right? So we struggled and I always knew financially, I wanted to have some margin for the family. I wanted to be, you know, the, the strong, the strong husband and the strong father to provide for the family, but I was just getting out. It was really hard to get going. Right. But just as I was getting going, getting some momentum, um, uh, the marketplace took a hit, right? And that was the 2008 crash. And all of a sudden I'm going, oh my gosh, I'm into making next to nothing or close to nothing. So now I'm making next to nothing and I don't know what to do. And I, so I just did what every good entrepreneur does. Um, I just kept my dream alive. I got a side job. I worked on weekends. But the problem, one of the problems was I was still closed deals at Marcus at Millichap, but these are the type of deals that were closing during that time. It was, it was seven units for 129,000, right? I wish I could buy this deal today. And my commissions after all the splits was $1,900. So with the baby at home and my wife, um, a full-time mom, it was tough to support the family. So I, my plan was I'll do whatever it takes to keep it going. So I went and I said, I have to win. I have to win. I have to keep it going. So I went and got a job at Cheesecake Factory. my wife and I's favorite restaurant. And this is actually my manager on the left here. His name is Kerry with a tie. That's not me in the background, but that's what I would wear. I'd wear the same tie I wore to Marcus and Millichap making calls. I would just, you know, change my shirt, change my, change my, uh, uh, my rest of my outfit, go to Cheesecake Factory and serve cheesecake. So nights and weekends, that's what I was doing. And I was trying to make it in the business. So I just kept going. And the manager told me, he said, Brett, if after two years, you need to be here for two years. If you come here for six months and just leave, I'm not going to hire you. Will you be here for two years? I'll be there for two years no matter what. I told him what was going on. And so that's what I did. I kept pressing, but also along the way, my clients were also facing their own challenges, right? It wasn't just the young guy who, who, who was having a tough time in the business. It was my clients who were losing everything, right? Or losing a lot or fighting with the banks or just barely holding on with their properties because they had taken on too much debt. And that's what we figured out. They had done 1031 exchanges in 05, 06, 07 before the market shifted, taken too much debt. And then everything shifted. They weren't diversified. They ran out of liquidity and some of them lost everything. So we said, there's gotta be a better way. And my manager at the time thought so too. So he brought in a gentleman to speak on the deferred sales trust. And so I sat about 10 years ago, learning about this for the first time. And so I started to understand it. I started to learn more about it. I started to implement it into my business plan. And as I did, my business grew because I naturally added value to my clients and provided a solution versus what everyone else was doing, kind of like the blockbuster. And I was providing the Netflix, but how many know Netflix takes a while to get going, right? It wasn't like Netflix was an overnight success. It's the same thing with the deferred sales trust. It does take a while to get going, but now has it really been going? So I've been rolling it out. And as I rolled it out, I grew my business. We grew so much. I had, uh, I started to roll it out to all commercial real estate brokers, syndicators like Shannon. Um, I speak across the nation and I've been really successful, which is really neat. Right. And I've been able to support my family. We have five kids now live in Northern California, Sacramento. My wife is really the rock star. She's the, she's a stay at home mom. She's been able to stay home. Her dream of raising our kids, we homeschool our kids. That's been her passion. She, she, she studied child development. And so these are my four daughters and one son. And, uh, uh, here we are. So enough about me though. I want to give you, I've told you kind of the 10 years of the hard way, right? Of how to do this. And I want to give you the easy way, right? 
I want to give you the Netflix today way, right? You just got to sign up, get going on it, get trained on it, and now you'll have it. So how many of you want to learn the easy way, right? Not the hard way, the easy way. Well, hopefully that is a yes. And so if you've been struggling, this is probably why. First of all, the perfect storm, which we touched on, massive amount of wealth. You may have built up a ton of wealth and you're not sure how to transfer it to your kids to sell out of your real estate, how to retire from all of this without getting hammered. You don't know how to diversify, get out of the debt. You don't know how to just roll it into like a syndication with, with uh, or like Shannon without getting hit uh, with the 1031 nonsense, which is just, just really, really, really difficult. That being said, your CPA also doesn't know about it. It's not your fault. Your CPA didn't know either. It's not really his fault either until we train him. In fact, we have thousands of business professionals across the the U.S., including CPAs, financial advisors who have partnered with us. But more than that, there's also some, though, and you got to tell you this, they don't want you to know about it, okay? Your commercial real estate brokers, they don't want you to know about it. And the 1031 exchange companies, they don't want you to know about it. And why not? Because they don't get paid unless the transaction goes, right? I understand I'm a commercial real estate broker. And, and that's just the nature of it, right? We only get sell what we get paid on. And we're not going to sell something if you're not paid on it. So they don't want you to know about the deferred sales trust. Why? Because it eliminates the need for the 1031 exchange forever, right? And the 1031 exchange companies don't get your money to hold for 180 days and make that arbitrage. So if you try to do a traditional 1031, you've no doubt felt the pressure and you felt trapped under the 180 days. We call this the sell high, buy higher with, the, with more debt, 180 days plan, also known as the 1031 rat race. Well, the opposite of this rat race is freedom from capital gains tax, freedom to sell your property, freedom to be retired, freedom to diversify and be out of debt, okay? And th that is what is transformational. The other way, it just doesn't work anymore, right? It's the old blockbuster. It just doesn't work anymore for most people, okay? So again, what's the hard way? Well, the hard way is the 1031 exchange, aka what we've been forced to do for the past 10 years. We've got to hire a broker. It's 5 to 6% commission. You've got to sell the property. It's an additional half percent closing cost. You've got to hire an attorney, review the documents. It's about a thousand bucks. You've got to hire a 1031, 1031 a qualified intermediary, 750. You've got to hire an attorney to draft a new LLC. It's about maybe 1500 bucks. You've got to identify three properties within 45 days. Good luck. And hopefully you found that one and it was a good deal. And the seller doesn't, doesn't just you know, pressure you there. But then of course you've got to close within 180 days. It creates some pressure. You got to apply and obtain a loan, 1% origination fee and closing costs or whatever. You got to buy a property. Hopefully you didn't overpay for the property. You got to take on more debt that you didn't want to. You're feeling more pressure. Your upfront cost, it could be $100,000 per deal, depending on the size. The time it takes of all this, well, it's six months to just to sell your property and then buy another property. And then post-close, you got to hire new management, new leases, new utilities, new laws, new collections, new evictions. It's really just endless, right? And this is what we call the 1031 rat race. And why? Why if there's a new way to do it? And well, hopefully you'll be convinced by the end of this presentation. So I'm going to walk you through how to build an entire optimal timing wealth plan alive in just 30 minutes. So here we go. The three secrets to an optimal timing transformational wealth plan. Okay. One, selling. Uh, secret number one, selling and deferring hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars in capital gains tax, how to legally break free from capital gains tax and find freedom to buy and sell your business or property without ever worrying about a 1031 exchange ever again. Secret number two, optimal timing, transformational wealth plan, cloning, how to clone a proven wealth plan with capital gains tax solutions in less than five hours and have more time, energy, and debt freedom without giving up control or protection of your cash. And secret number three, my number one wealth building hack, how to get your deferred sales trust to work in your favor and become an investment rather than an 
expense. So let's dive into secret number one, how to legally break free from capital gains tax to find freedom to buy and sell your business or property without ever worrying about a 1031 exchange ever again. So we'll meet Joe, okay? Joe wants to sell his business or commercial real estate. He feels trapped by 30 to 50% in capital gains tax and the 1031 exchange. It hurts for him to overpay. He gets frustrated every time he does. He doesn't, you know, he would have bought the property if it wasn't for the tax. And this is too often the story of so many clients before they meet us, right? And the clients want to retire. They want to be out of debt. They want to either a passive income stream or be active when it makes sense for them, but they don't want to continue with the 1031 rat race, right? So step number one, what do you do? Well, let's just determine your capital gains tax liability. Our average deal is about 2.6 to 2.9 million. We're deferring somewhere around four or $500,000 in capital gains tax. But we want to determine what your liability is. We have a no cost calculator that you can use, but basically answer 12 questions. We'll figure that out real fast. But number two is yours, your plan, right? You got to do, you got to envision your ideal wealth plan. You need to envision what you want your legacy to look like, what you, how you want to diversify, how much management or, or, or active or passive you want to be. Envision your wealth plan and what that looks like, right? How much depreciation do you want to receive? Do you want a new depreciation or an old one? Do you want to be able to invest passively with, again, someone like Shannon, right? Do you want to be able to just time the real estate market and envision that ideal wealth plan, which leads into step number two. Let's just put a side-by-side -side comparison of the tools that you're currently using versus the tools you could use today. Okay, the Blockbuster versus the Netflix. Do you want to keep doing it like Blockbuster or do you want to go with Netflix? It's up to you. Let's look at a side-by-side -side comparison. Let's draw a line down the middle and let's find out which one gives me, makes me stay in debt. Which one gets me, allows me to be debt-free? Which one forces me to buy within 45 or identify within 45, close within 180 and buy whenever I want to? Which one has me have an old depreciation schedule? Which one has me have a new depreciation schedule? Okay, uh, which, one, um, which one does what, right? And how does this help you retire or not retire? Go into multiple asset classes, go into different syndications, diversify, liquidity, diversification. Draw that down the middle, right? Netflix, Deferred Sales Trust, Blockbuster, the old 1031 exchange. Step number three, though, you gotta figure out this thing if it's even real, A, and B, talk with people who have actually closed this, right? Talk with capital gains tax solutions, but talk to more than that, talk to our clients who have successfully used the deferred sales trust to help them achieve their ideal, optimal timing, transformational wealth plan, okay? Step number four is just sell and fund the deferred sales trust. Funds are held at some of the largest banks in the world, such as TD Ameritrade, um, and they over move with your signature and you have 24 seven access to view the funds and you can invest it in securities if you want to. Unlike a 1031 exchange, which must be like kind, you can just put it in just to, to safe securities. Again, I'm not a big stock guy like Shannon isn't either. Right. But we are, we are, um, smart and, and, and want to be, um, focused on selling at the right time and buying at the right time. So you can go into these allocations and these allocations can be very conservative. In fact, we use some of the best financial advisors in America and one of them, they were down, when the market was down 38% in 2008 crash, they were only down about 4.5%. The next year, they were up 25%. Well, we want to show you that. In the COVID crash, down 35%, most of the market, they were down about 8 to 12%, and then they're up pretty quickly when the market started to turn back over. So that is what we want to show you there. So again, Dave was in your position one year ago. He didn't want to start over with a new 1031 property. He wanted to retire. You can talk to Dave. In fact, I had him on my podcast. You can hear his story about why he chose a deferred sales trust. But at the long short of it, he just wanted to time the market, buy when it made sense, okay? So how does this whole thing work? Shannon, are you ready to participate? I'm going to walk you through how this thing works here, okay? And, uh, and I'm ready when you are. Okay, so we're going to use a $5 million example, okay? 
and this is what the asset is selling for, but we're going to say the property buyer bought it for a million dollars, okay? They bought it for a million dollars, they're selling for five million, and we're going to use about a 40% tax, okay? So 40% of, of the four million dollar gain, right? The gain here, which is four million, um, that's going to be, what is that, about 1.3 million? Right. Okay, I think. Yeah, about 1.3 million. So Shannon, if you do nothing today and you sell your asset here for 5 million, you bought it for a million, um, you're going to pay about 1.3 million in tax, which which I don't think you want to do, right? Right. Okay. And so uh, we're going to use a multifamily property. Let's say it's 5 million. Okay. And here's the key, right? It's the idea of constructive versus actual receipt. So if Shannon receives the 5 million from this buyer up here, by the way, the buyer can have cash or have a lender, doesn't matter. He's just gonna bring the full cash at closing. But if the buyer, Shannon, sends you the 5 million directly, how much actual receipt, Shannon, did you receive today if you received all 5 million? Well, I would receive the 5 million, wouldn't I? You got it, you got it. It's a simple question, yeah. right? You got it, and that's gonna trigger this 1.3. Therefore, we gotta keep this 5 million out of Shannon's hands here, okay? Because if he receives it, that 1.3 million is gonna be triggered. So we don't wanna do that. Instead, what we're gonna do is we're gonna sell it to this trust, and this like a simultaneous close. We're actually, it's, gonna, it's an assignment of sale, okay? So the trust is gonna buy it for 5 million and sell it for 5 million to the ultimate cash buyer. And when he does that, he has what's called, or the trust, it's a brand new trust, only does business with Shannon, it has a zero gain. So so Shannon, if the trust has a zero gain, how much tax is it owe on zero? Well, that would be 40% of zero, right? <laughs> you nailed it, right? We're doing some serious math here. Now Shannon, follow me here now. You did 100% seller financing, and let's imagine you own this property free and clear. So you received a promissory note, okay, for five million, right? And you received a down payment of zero. Okay. This is what happened here. So if you did that, Shannon, how much, if you received zero today, how much taxes owe on zero, Shannon? Zero. You got it, right? So the smoke clears, the buyer takes the property. He's happy, gone. The 5 million gets in, gets put into the trust. And what happened here? Well, Shannon just became the lender. He became the bank. And because he's the bank and he carried back 100% financing and he took a zero down payment, this one point million is deferred. Well, doesn't the IRS charge you on that? Nope, the IRS charges a 0% interest rate and says, Shannon, as long as you invest it into a business or investments, you can keep that going for as long as you want. So Shannon, when do you wanna pay back that $1.3 million? Never. You got it. That's where most of our clients are at. They want to pay the taxes a second day to never. In the meantime, Shannon has a 300 unit commercial real estate development. And uh, Shannon, I think you're actually building one of these right now, right? Or something like it, right? Yeah, we're doing a couple of them. Yeah. So let's just say here's the development, right? Well, he needs, he needs 3 million to start right now. Well, guess what? Where does he want to get that 3 million? The next day... The next day, we call it the go fund yourself, Shannon. Shannon, would you rather go borrow that three million from a construction loan at eight or 9% with a couple points, or would you rather, I don't know if it's that expensive, but would you rather just use the trust, uh, your own trust, which is gonna pay you back to do that three million? Yeah, I'd rather dip into my own account. Perfect. So three million goes there. And technically, actually up to 80% of this five million can go, so we're actually gonna put four million. 
Okay, four million, but he only might need one or two to start and eventually needs to tap into more. But the point is, all tax deferred, he's gonna use this to build this project. What he does is he actually forms an LLC and Shannon's the managing member of this LLC and he's looking for a JV partner. And he JV partners with his trust. I'm not going to spell your whole name out, Shannon. But he JV partners with the trust. And the trust, by the way, these are set up as 8% notes. It's a promissory note. It's a 10-year term. Typically, interest-only payments, IO, and then a big balloon payment due at the end of 10 years. But some people won't take any interest. They'll let it just compound on top of itself. And at the end of 10 years, he can renew for another 10 years. But in the meantime, here's the cool part. The next day, he could use this $4 million to fund the development of an existing project, value add, or just ground up development. So Shannon, I'm gonna pause there and I make sure you caught that. And anyone else listening, you can chime in right now with questions because this is the most important slide in the whole presentation. I got it. We're going to keep this 1.3 million deferred. We're gonna keep all 5 million earning interest. The rest of the million dollars, let's say after you put 4 million out is in stocks, bonds, mutual funds. We need to keep this liquid and diversified investment grade security. So you do give up a little bit of purchasing power in that sense. Um, although it's, li it's liquid and the banks see it as liquid and it can actually help you get a loan. But the point is we gotta keep some, some reserves, if you will, still your money, still earning interest, but it's in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. That's where this million's at. The other four million, you can go buy investment real estate. You can go start a business. You can do development as long as it's business purpose. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to erase this and I'm going to do a fast version of what I just said. So Shannon had a property for 5 million. He sold it for 5 million to the trust, but since the trust bought and sold for the same price of 5 million, it has a zero gain. Therefore it has zero in tax. Shannon receives a promissory note in the amount of the full amount, 100% financing of $5 million. And since he did that, he has a zero down payment. And since he took a zero, zero tax is triggered. In the meantime, the $5 million goes into the trust. The, the buyer takes title. He's gone of the property. And now, now um, Shannon is the lender of which he has tons of flexibility. He has no timing restrictions. He can get a brand new depreciation schedule. He can, uh, doesn't have to take on any debt if he doesn't want to. And that is the whole idea. So moving right along. Who this works for, remember, it works for primary homeowners worth more than $1.5 million house, highly appreciated homes. It works for business owners. You've done car dealerships, you've done tech entrepreneurs, dentists, veterinarians, optometrists. It works for collectibles, artwork. We're doing a cryptocurrency case right now. Uh, it works for investment real estates, real estate developers, syndicators, operators, all types of high net worth clients. This is a recent deal we just closed and we saved their failed 1031 exchange. This is Steve, this is John. I actually sold this apartment complex for $270,000 per unit in downtown Sacramento. And instead of having the whole exchange completely blow up and hundreds of thousands of dollars being taxed, Steve, for the first time, he used the deferred sales trust. He grew up in a family where 1031 exchange was, you know, what they talked about every other day. His dad was, they owned $30 million of apartment complexes in Napa, the wine country, right? And, and, and they are just... Um, uh, the whole family's been in real estate for years. And so for the first time, Steve, the, the son, used the deferred sales trust. It saved the partnership. This is another deal. It's a business sale, a transactional attorney in Vegas. He used it for his, his sale of his business. And these are a few other deals that have closed. The largest one was a $125 million deal in San Diego, which was also audited, no change audit. $26 million deal in Newport Beach. We helped that couple defer $6 million in capital gains tax. 
$80 million car dealership, a $47 million real estate business in Florida. And then here's some other ones that are under contract right now. In fact, um, this $2.6 million deal just closed. So this is, uh, this is actually Maxine who sold her house in Cupertino. It's the primary home sale for 3.1 million. Use the deferred sales trust to defer $400,000 in tax. And so hopefully you're gathering it by this point that it's not just a transaction. Hopefully you're gathering that this is actually wealth transformation. And why is it transformational? Well, because it's doing one, two, three, and four things all at once. It's not just deferring the tax, it's getting you out of debt, okay? It's not just getting you out of debt and deferring the tax, it's giving you diversification. It's not just giving you diversification within, let's say, 50 units to 100 units, but it's giving you diversification, let's say, in multiple product types. You can go into multifamily, mobile home park, in smaller increments. You can also go outside of real estate altogether and just do stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and insurance, okay? It's also giving you liquidity if you want it. As long as you don't go into a bunch of real estate, you got to keep 20% liquid. Um, but if you do like 50-50, you have some liquidity to draw on to enjoy your wealth, which is huge, right? You've made a bunch of wealth. You're maybe part of the baby boomers and you're looking for opportunities just to enjoy it and not have to deal with the toilets, the trash or the liability, right? It, but more than that, here's the biggest one for me and for my family, friends and clients is the opportunity to grow wealth at optimal timing, which leads into what? the opportunity to give more if you want to, but you're not forced to through uh, the wealth transfer, which your kids can just step into your shoes. It passes inside of your living trust and you keep this going for as long as you want. So it's truly transformational is what we're hoping for, not just a transaction, okay? So how do we know this thing is legal? How do you know your funds are protected? Well, glad you asked. And it's one of the most important questions that you should ask. First of all, thousands of successful deferred sales trust closes. Over 24 years, 15 no-change IRS audits, three of which were formal audits. The largest one was $125 million. FINRA has, uh, has looked at this. Um, national law firms, we have thousands of financial advisors, business brokers who've all signed up with us, okay? So we've already paved the way. It's already been proven. We we're continue to do it and it continues to work. So that's the first most important question you wanna ask is how many of these closed how many IRS audits and how many were successful? And also, is there any pending litigation? There's no pending litigation. All right, number two is audit defense and indemnification. So the tax attorneys provide lifetime audit defense and indemnification for you as the client. Very important. In case you get audited, they'll no additional charge. They have a one-time fee up front that you'll pay to them. And then we have our ongoing fees for the trustee as our role and the financial advisor. But other than that, they provide lifetime audit defense, which is awesome. And then how do you know the funds are protected, right? How do you know the trustee just can't take the funds to Puerto Rico, move in with Shannon next door and live a tax-free lifestyle like he's living? you know, or tax low lifestyle, I should say. Uh, well, you just, um, we have a bank and this bank has what's called direct access control agreement and the funds only move with your signature. So you can literally pay the tax, send the money to the bank. They don't move without your signature or use the deferred sales trust to further the tax. They still don't move without your signature. You have all the same protections. So we'll connect you with that bank there, okay? And then 24 seven access to view the funds with TD Ameritrade online. Okay, this is secret number two. And these last two secrets will be faster than the first, I promise. But please keep going with me here because this is very important, okay? So we just talked about the vehicle and why it works and why it's transformational, why it could be all this amazing stuff for you, right? But number two is, can this actually work for you, right? Can you do it? And I'm, gonna, I'm here to tell you that yes, on secret number two, we're just gonna clone a optimal timing wealth plan, right? We've already got the blueprint in place and then we'll, we'll, we'll edit it and we'll adjust it a little bit based upon your needs and your wants and your, uh, your risk tolerance, okay? But basically secret number two, how to clone a proven wealth plan with capital gains tax solutions in less than five hours and gain more time, wealth, energy, and debt freedom without giving up control or protection of your cash. Uh, here's the plan, people. It's very simple. You're gonna sell. You're gonna fund your deferred sales trust. And then you're going to invest 
And the big overarching theme is anytime, my friend, anytime, right? It's on your timing based upon your needs, your wants. And when you think there's a deal, we don't want to take anything from you from purchasing deals and doing deals. We actually want to empower you with optimal timing by using this legal tax loophole that's been proven over thousands of closes, okay? So what's step number one? Well, step number one is map out the wealth plan. Remember how you envisioned your wealth plan before, kind of what you wanted, and you, you looked at side-by-side -side comparison of what tool can help you get you there? So you've got that, but now we're gonna get into the nitty-gritty. We're actually gonna map this out with me, with Capital Gains Tax Solutions, with your trusted advisors, bring in your CPA, bring in your tax professional, bring in Shannon, bring in whoever. We're gonna all get together and we're gonna map this thing out. And there's gonna be an allocation that's associated with this. And based upon that, that's how and where the funds are gonna be invested. And that's gonna become the constitution on this, uh, on this allocation that you sign off on. And that's how we follow that, okay? But then step number two is just sell your asset, right? Great, this is awesome, sell it. Step number three, fund the trust. Pretty simple, right? Step number four, enjoy your wealth. Maybe give more if you want to, right? Um, remember, as an overview, it's a 10-year notes. Every 10 years, they can renew for 10 years. Most notes earn target 8% net of all recurring fees, okay? Which we're gonna talk here about in a minute. And you can renew as long as you want and your kids can step into your shoes, okay? So again, what we used to have to do, we used to have to stay in our primary home, not sell our business, overpay for a 1031 property, more time, energy, toilets, trash, tenants, employees, liability, become the lender, right? Just do a traditional seller carry back for a single buyer, which is not diversified, not liquid. And more than likely, he's gonna pay you back in two to five years anyways, and you pay the tax. Stay in debt, have more time and energy stress, and or excuse me, just pay the tax, not very good. But there's a new way, there's a better way. It's called a deferred sales trust. and so. Who here thinks the Deferred Sales Trust is awesome, is amazing, is transformational? Hopefully you do by now, but that is secret number two. It's simply gonna clone a proven wealth plan with some of the top financial advisors, your trusted professionals, myself. We're gonna map this thing out and then we're gonna execute this plan, okay? Step number three, my number one wealth building hack, how to get your Deferred Sales Trust to work in your favor and become an investment and not an expense. First of all, your liability needs to be big enough, right? $100,000 or more of liability, typically $500,000 of equity or more. If you don't have those thresholds, the deal is no good for us and no good for you because it's too small because our fees are gonna eat up the savings. But if you have those things, the rule of 72 kicks in, which states if you can earn 7% on any given amount over any 10 year period of time, we're gonna double that amount in 10 years. So let's just say it was a million bucks and you saved $300,000. Well, if you let all of the interest just compound, guess what, in 10 years on that million? So $2 million there. Do that again. 4 million. So that's the first thing that is the premise, understanding what your liability is and understanding the numbers there. But this was um, a gentleman um, and he is, his name is Peter. He's a client of mine. Again, real estate for 30 years, baby boomer. He actually helps people sell real estate um, north of San Francisco. And uh, he was tired. He was tired of the toilet trash and liability. He's driving to Sacramento. And he wants to retire. He wants to retire. He goes, Brett, it's a relief to be rid of the apartment building. It came with, a, it was a very lucrative investment, but it came with a lot of headaches and took up a lot of my time and energy. In other words, he had made his wealth and he's ready to retire, but he feels trapped. His property sold for about 1.8 million and he put about 1.3 million into the DST and he paid off $500,000 of debt and $550,000 of liability. Had he not had the DST, he would either have to do a 1031 exchange, which he didn't want to do, or get completely wiped out by his, uh, his, his debt and his taxes that were gonna be triggered. So instead he traded, he had 18 units. He traded 18 units and 18 problems for the deferred sales trust, zero problems. And I asked him afterwards, I said, Peter, why did you do the deal? He said, Brett, I had 18 problems. I didn't want 36 problems. 
I've done this for 30 years. I don't need any more wealth. I'm fine. I just need to retire and enjoy my time with my wife and my family. So that's exactly what he did. And you can talk to Peter. He's also on my podcast. You can hear his story directly from him. But, um, but more than that, we were looking at ways to make this a tax saving. See, part of what was going on with Peter, right, it might be going on with you, is a lot of your wealth is coming from these assets that you own. And all this cash flow is going into your personal name, which is on your personal tax um, um, bracket, right, which is pushing you into the 32, 35, or 37% range, right? And that can really um, 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 deplete your wealth pretty quick. Well, what do we do? Well, let's look at where your income's coming from. And let's try to move you into a lower tax bracket because one of the advantages called the net income tax advantage with the deferred sales trust is that we can sell your asset, move it into the trust, and then all of the income that it produces, we can compound on top of the trust. It's a separate entity over here, and therefore you don't have to take that income in your name. So let's give it an example. Let's say you're making $440,000, and let's say $200,000 is coming from a business or a piece of real estate that you're gonna sell. Well, you could sell that real estate and move it into the deferred sales trust and let that $200,000 of cash flow, let's imagine it's making the same cash flow that it was making in the trust that it was making in the real estate, and let it compound on top of itself. Think of it like a 401k that's sitting over here, okay? And in the meantime, what happens to your personal tax bracket? Well, it drops down to the 240 range. Well, in this example, that's $70,000 in tax savings. Until a later date in which you want to start drawing on that, which you can, or let's say that income stream of your, of your, two, of your 240 is down to zero, right? You might be retiring in the next, you know, three, four, or five years. And so you can use this in your favor to lower your overall income tax bracket. Shannon, I want to make sure you caught that one because I don't know if I talked to you on that one before, but are you, are you following that one? Yeah, I am. I've taken notes on that. Okay, awesome. Okay, we're moving right along. Step number two is state tax savings. So if you're ultra high net worth and you're worth more than 22 million and you're married or 11 million and you're single, you're faced with what's called the death tax or the estate tax. It's actually 40% of anything left inside your taxable estate above those thresholds. So let's walk through an example. Let's imagine Shannon's worth $52 million. Let's imagine he's married. Well, the first $30 million or the first 22 million is exempt. Okay, but that next 30 that's left inside the taxable estate is going to be hit with a 40% death tax. Ouch, right? That really hurts. And uh, so the intent is to get all of it outside the taxable estate. The challenge is most high net worth individuals before they meet us, they've been doing FLPs. They've been doing some uh, gifting, but they run out of gifting and they run out of their amounts to gift to get out. Here's the solution. The deferred sales trust in one day and one transaction, we can move all of it outside the taxable estate. So let's imagine it's Shannon again. He's selling a $30 million asset. What can he do? He can sell it today. He can move it into the deferred sales trust and simultaneously move it outside of his taxable estate, saving his kids. Guess, just check it out. $12 million of estate tax. Okay. So hopefully you just captured that. We believe we're the only one on the market who can do all of the things I just described all in one day, seamlessly, legally, track record to prove it. Here it is. Okay. By the way, these exemptions are set to expire in 2025. And we're not sure, but we think they're going to be cut back in half, meaning it's called probably going to be 11 million or 12 million a single. I'm sorry, 12 million married and about 6 million single. So just keep in mind if you go, oh, I'm not worth 23 million. Okay, or I'm not worth 12 as an individual. Keep in mind they're going to be cut in half. So keep that, uh, watch out for that. Okay, step number three uh, seamless partnership separation. So back to the syndications, right? So a lot of the challenges are for syndications that people aren't allowed to 1031 into it because it's too complicated, right? Well, instead of doing that, we can move into a deferred sales trust and just do an LLC. 
interest into there, which is very simple. And then, and then the, and the deal just sells back to the LLC for that interest. But likewise too, there could be multiple partners that, you know, some want a 1031 and some don't, and it becomes a stalemate. Well, now you can use the deferred sales trust and each individual can have their own deferred sales trust and the other ones can pay their tax. In other words, the whole entity doesn't have to move. Okay. It's a seamless partnership separation. It's a really nice way to help, you know, uh, uh, separate the partnership because you're saving in all this tax and each can go their own separate way. Don't have to commingle with one another. Simple as that. So again, this is what saves Steve and John's partnership separation. This is John had to bail on Steve because he had a family emergency and Steve was left with a deal to try to up like into, but not enough of a down payment. Well, we saved his failed 1031 and Steve was able to save hundreds of thousands of dollars and kind of keep the relationship um, intact, if that makes sense. So step number four is um, kind of the investment uh, real estate advantage. We, we already kind of touched on some of these, but just want to make sure you really caught them. No timing guidelines. You can hopefully purchase real estate at a discount, right? So instead of buying and overpaying for a property and saying, well, a 1031 exchange is cheaper. It's only 750 bucks. Yeah, but you paid an extra million dollars for the property. What if you bought it, you know, two years from now at, you know, a million dollars less? Okay, right? This is where the DST works in your favor and becomes an investment rather than an expense. And then, of course, the brand new depreciation schedule. If you have a low or no depreciation schedule, why not use the Deferred Sales Trust, get a brand new depreciation schedule, and then use cost segregation right away on that deal to just uh, wipe out a lot of your income for the next few years. Um, also, debt-free, okay, which is huge, reduces your risk, and you can invest into multiple commercial real estate syndications. You could put literally you know, three or four different syndications, mobile home parks, senior housing, you know, self-storage, whatever, right? You don't have to put it all in just a one deal. And of course, it's a 1031 exchange alternative or rescue, okay? So you should always have this at least as a backup plan. Uh, we don't charge anything unless you do the deal, okay? So uh, we just covered the three secrets of optimal, optimal time and transformational wealth plan, right? How to sell and defer hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars in capital gains tax, how to legally break free from capital gains tax and find freedom to buy and sell your business or property without ever worrying about a 1031 exchange ever again. And we showed you kind of how you could do it, right? How you could transform, you could use an optimal time and transformational wealth plan. And you could just clone one that we've already done, okay? And just kind of edit that one. Um, so how to clone a proven, uh, proven wealth plan with capital gains tax solutions in less than five hours and gain more time, wealth, energy, debt, freedom without giving up control or protection of your cash. And then secret number three, how to get your deferred sales trust to work in your favor and become an investment rather than an expense. So let me ask you a question. If you just modeled what worked, okay? If you just set a call with your trusted CPA and your attorney and me and Shannon and with capital gains tax solutions, and we just confirmed that this thing was worked and this legal, right? And this is all legit. And if number two, if you then just sat down with your financial advisor or one of the ones that we work with and Shannon and me and kind of mapped out where and how the funds would be invested and all the risks to account it for. And then number three, if you were to sit down with, with, with capital gains tax solutions myself and mapped out how the DST could actually become an investment and not an expense, do you see how you could actually do this? You could do this, right? The first time it's going to be like riding that bike. It's a little bit awkward. You've never rode it before, you know, but once you ride it and once you have a guide to, to ride with it, you can actually get this thing going. And so this is the big question, right? And you probably feel like this little girl, she's not my daughter, although I do have a daughter. Her name is Savannah. She's about her age and she has uh, a ton of, a uh, ton of spunk and energy. Uh, but you probably feel like just like a fire hose, right? It's just blasting at you. But realize Shannon recorded this. You can go back and look at it, but just give me 10 more, more minutes, okay? Um, 10 minutes, I'm gonna try to make this as easy for you as possible, okay? So first of all, we have a ton of resources right now that you can dig in, 
Online Academy. If you're listening to this um, and you are an owner of a piece of asset, uh, asset, we give you access, free access to the Capital Gains Tax Solutions Academy. If you're a business professional listening to this, uh, we do have some coaching and we have a, a, a small little um, charge there for you to get access to this to equip yourself to grow your business. But we have all of this online for you to, to check out. And But if you're an owner and you reduce the Deferred Sales Trust, I want to show you what you're going to get. You're going to get white glove CPA tax attorney access, okay? You're going to get the law firm, which provides lifetime identification, up to $20 million E&O insurance policy. They've never had to tap into it once. You're going to get the transparent 24-7 access to view your accounts with real-time online updates. You're going to get the ADACA SunWest bank account protection. Escrow has all the funds all the time. They only move to your signature. You're going to get the white glove seamless transaction coordination with our team and your commercial real estate broker. You're going to get the white glove professional banker direct access customer support. We have a CPA firm that does all the tax returns uh, for most of our trusts, and he's a, it's a 55-year-old CPA firm who does that. Um, we also have White Glove Seamless LLC formation and funding coordination onboarding for your new deal if you were to go into like a syndication deal with, with Shannon, okay? Um, also, access to some of the top wealth advisors in the U.S., um, and then also lifetime IRS audit defense, again, with the number one installment sale uh, uh, law firm in the U.S., and then access to um, some of the top professionals like Shannon, right, to, to, to invest the funds if you want to invest with him on a syndication. Um, and also, if you need living trust or estate planning services, we have that too. So who this works for, again, primary homeowners, business owners, car dealerships, uh, commercial real estate syndicators, operators, uh, collectibles, artwork owners, cryptocurrency, works for all types of high net worth clients. You can see why all of these clients of ours could have paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for, for setting up the deferred sales trust for them, right? For all the stuff that we just talked about, you could see that. But we're not going to charge you hundreds of thousands of dollars unless you have a really, really big deal. Um, but I know this kind of can sound too good could to be true, right? You've never heard of it. But don't worry. We have a reference list for you to talk with and client testimonials you can hear and watch right now. But more than that, bring your trusted advisor in. Let us educate them and walk them through it. Make sure they get their blessing. It's no cost on our side. We only charge if and when you do the deal, but bring them in and make sure that they're on board, okay? So you can get started right now for 1.5% of the closing cost, okay? And that means, let's say you're selling a $1 million deal. It's $15,000 to close it. Now, the ongoing fees are about 1.5% plus a tax return fee, and plus the DACA account, but 8% net of all recurring fees at the end of 10 years is the goal. Now, if you're a business professional and you want access to our academy, it's $97 um, to get access there. And so if you want to get started, we can get started right now. You can go to capitalgainstaxsolutions.com and then you can sign up for a no-cost consultation and we can get going and mention Shannon um, so we know where that came from. But I'm going to open up for questions right now and, uh, and then we'll be done. Brett, that was a lot of information. I really appreciate you uh, putting that all together. Uh, the, the one question that I wanted to ask was, you know, one of the, one of the things that's different about the syndications that I do is they're, they're being built. And uh, a lot of people look at that when they do a 1031, they have to buy something existing because they can't, they can't build something that's going to take a year and a half out of a, out of a 1031 because somebody has got to have receipt of that. But I, I'm, I'm going to assume that if, if someone has a million dollars in their uh, trust account and I were submitting draws to them for the building as we went along and this month I need 125,000, they would be able to just turn that over to you and I would be getting paid as a builder from them or, or sorry, from the trust and none of that would seem to matter. So we wouldn't have to transfer all the money up front if we were building something, right? 
You got it. So you can slowly pull from the trust as you need it, right? So it might start out with $200,000 for the initial, you know, um, land work or, or grading or whatever, right? And then another 500 to, to get the construction going and another million to, you know. So as you go, in the meantime, it's invested in liquid diversified investment grade securities. And then you just slowly, you know, send an additional amount to that LLC, which funds the, the construction, right? And just, you know, so that's great. Yeah, you don't have to put all of it up front just to sit there and make next to zero at the bank, right? All tax deferred the entire time. So does that answer the question, Shannon? Yeah, Brett, that was, that was right on. I really want to thank you again for jumping on and giving us this information. It's, it's definitely been uh, our pleasure to get all this great information from you on the Deferred Sales Trust.